Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 25th day of the month of October, and I want to thank you for joining me as we journey a little deeper into the Gospel of Luke. I want to remind you that there is no study from Ruth to post the next three Wednesdays, today and the next two. So three straight Wednesdays, no Ruth study. Natasha and I, uh, actually tonight on the calendar, I'm ministering at a conference in Aruba, and then I'm ministering starting next week at a conference in the Netherlands in Europe, followed by a couple of churches in Europe. So we will be gone for um, three consecutive Tuesday nights. Part of that's just travel days, but unable to do the Ruth study. In lieu of that, I have posted a video today. It's a combination of videos, actually, uh, on our website that is called Introduction to the Garden Church of the Midlands. This is our introductory video to the church plant that we're a part of, currently meeting in Irmo, South Carolina. You can find out all about it. The audio is available wherever you're listening to the podcast. But if you want video, because we, we put a little interview up, followed by a couple of clips that preceded a couple of sermons to our group that sort of lay out some of the things God's doing. And so something I felt like my online audience deserved to hear and to know. And so we will start airing sermons from the garden this coming Sunday. The next time I tell you about a Sunday drop, it will have been from our first service at the Garden Church. So check that out. It's called Introduction uh, to the Garden Church of the Midlands, and we tell you why it's called that and, and all of that in that video. So uh, wherever you get your audio for this, you can get your audio for that. Luke chapter 2 and verse 7, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I've, I've really tried to step back and figure how I want to work through the, the, the details of the nativity um, part of the reason is I know it feels very Christmassy. And when you, when you start talking about the birth of Christ, you're certainly talking about the very quote unquote, forgive the cliche, but the very reason for the season we're approaching it. It's not like we're right on top of it. Here we are in late October and in two months, in fact, it's, this is the 25th day of October that this is airing two months to the day from right now is Christmas. Uh, we will break away in our Sundays and start preaching Advent as we get into December. And so there's going to be a real focus on the arrival of Christ. And I, so I'm going to let Advent, I'm going to let those sermons get into the meat of the nativity story and the arrival of Jesus. What I will do on the DDP is sort of work through it exegetically, just work the passage within context and why it's important in the story, but not try to, to bring out too much uh, that might be a little more sermon material. So in light of that, this seventh verse has Mary bringing forth Jesus and wrapping him in swaddling clothes. It's just wrapping the baby up the way that you do. But then the, the odd part in the story doesn't really, it doesn't really hit our ears in a weird way because we've told this story a million times. Um, but the odd part is that she lays him in a manger. A manger is a feeding trough 
for farm animals. So if you have a barn and you're going to feed your cattle or whatever, you would put it in a feeding trough or a manger so that the animal doesn't have to go reach all the way to the floor. It also keeps, it, it provides a different space between where they walk because where they walk would also be the space where they defecate and you don't want to put the food where that happens and so they would put it up. You put it, you elevate it in a manger. Jesus is laid in a manger, most likely um, it says there's no room for them in the end. So wherever they're trying to stay, uh, remember this is a mass migration of people going back for this census and there's just not enough space. And so Jesus is born and his first night on the earth, he lays in a feeding trough. They, there's some very interesting symbolism here, of course, without getting too deep. The fact that he who becomes the bread of life to the world spends his first night on earth in a space where animals eat. So he who will be the bread of life for all of us is food, is, is placed in a, in a place of food. So he's, he's on the table, in other words. This is, a, 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 I think, a cool connection. His last night on the earth before his crucifixion, Jesus sits at a table with his disciples breaks bread, pours wine, hands it to all of them and says, take, eat, this is my body broken for you. That's his last night on the earth before he dies. His first night on the earth after he's born, he's in a manger, a place of feeding. These two bookend events really define the life and ministry of Jesus. He is someone we feed off of. And, and to make it practical from a pastoral standpoint, we as ministers, as pastors, as leaders, need to make it our focus that the encounters that people have in our safe space, in our sanctuary, are encounters in which they get to eat. And that they're not eating the glory of us or our, what we're building, but they're eating the glory of Jesus. And in the glory of Christ, they are experiencing the one who gives himself in the food trough, who is the broken bread and wine for all of us. Uh, that, to me, that's how I've been thinking of Jesus more and more, not as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, but as an offering in a manger, as a place where I can go to feed, where I can get my eyes off of the peripherals, the outside things of the world, and, and basically put my nose right down into the fresh bread of who Christ is and take it all in and breathe it in and consume it as life. And I hope and pray that this ministry provides a space, an outlet for you to smell the bread of heaven and to taste and see that the Lord is good. And namely, that all of that occurs because we've introduced you to Jesus and Jesus to you. That's our prayer. We move to the fields tomorrow where the shepherds see the angels and we watch their encounter. We'll see you then. God bless.